Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom Friends Podcast. I am your host, Shayna Campbell, with our co-host on the other side of this mic, Laura Barton. And we are so excited to talk to you today. We're so sorry about last week. The audio was, like, super messed up. Please keep in mind, we don't have a big um, crew behind us. I am currently sitting on my bathroom floor recording this on a toilet. Like, I'm not on the toilet, but my laptop is on the toilet. So, you know, we are no professionals by any means. So, welcome. Hello. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what was going on with your um, audio. That was not last week. That was the week before we skipped recording last week. Oh, yeah, but you guys. Oof. You were really loud, like, on my end. Remember, I, like, jumped when you started talking? <laughs> and we didn't think to, like, even, like, do a test after that. We just kind of went with it, but... Yeah, and then this week, I can't see your face again, so, you know, we're yeah, just, like, really killing the podcast game. It's great. Yeah. Again, we're not professionals. We don't get paid to do this. We don't... This is literally just something that we do to kind okay. of have an outlet and talk to each other, and because we knew that if we were struggling with some things that you guys probably were, too, and so we literally just take time out of our night every Thursday just to do this, and... So we don't have, like, extra money to go buy, like, all this exp- expensive equipment, but we are yeah. trying our best, and, yeah, here we are. Thanks for so. bearing with us. So I don't know how many of you, like, started last week's or two weeks ago's episode, but, uh, yeah, when I started Hopefully listening to it, I was better. like, shoot. Yeah, this one will be great. So today we are talking about um, being touched out, and I feel like that is something every mom relates to so but before we jump into that I was just talking to Laura and I was like wait 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 stop talking we have to talk about this on the podcast what did you ask me before we started this if you were doing a um Valentine's Day box for your kids which I know like it's Valentine's Day it's not a big deal but I like to do I'm very extra and I like to do all of that stuff so (laughs) probably for every holiday I'll make something for him yeah so I I'm more likely to do Valentine's Day gift for my kids over my husband, and that sounds really bad, but, like, my kids, I feel like it's so easy. Okay, so first of all, let's just talk about, like, the social media world real quick and how much pressure. I didn't realize all the shit that people buy for Valentine's Day boxes. Like, when you asked me about that, I was like, yeah, and then you're like, what's in yours? And I'm like, she's going to laugh because I don't have that much shit in mine. Like, it's literally, I go to Target. I go to, like, the little dollar, five dollar section. You guys all know that section. It's, like, the best. Where you first walk in the door and it's right there. And I get some stuff there for, like, trip. And then I get, like, snacks and then a little stuffed animal. Like, it's literally not big at all. I spend, like, maybe 20 or $30 max on each basket. Um, yeah. And then I get on, like, social media and these people who are, like, putting together these elaborate boxes that have, like, eight outfits for their kids and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm using right now is like for inspiration so I think that like most of those boxes that you're seeing on Instagram are probably from that like to know it app thing that I was talking about yeah you're probably right so I'm getting ready I'm like in the middle of working on starting that but I think most of the people that you're seeing those boxes are putting all that stuff in there because anytime that someone clicks on that and shops it like they get paid for it I don't know if you know how that that works oh I have a like to know it I have no idea how to work it, though. (laughs) So don't follow me. So I have mine. I just haven't, um, like, posted it or posted anything in it yet. Like, I signed up for it. Basically, I'm probably exactly where you are. But I think (laughs) that most of those posts are, like, people 
that have that and every time somebody is looking for inspiration they get paid for it so that's basically what i've been looking at is like that's pretty hmm, cool what's in their boxes what should i put on mine but it's now four days before valentine's day and <laughs> the only thing that's going to get here in time is from amazon prime but for kids so far i got i went to target and i got those little like plastic bins that you mm-hmm. can like there's different sections in them I hate that you can't see me. And that's like a three separate sections to like, so he'll be able to use it in his playroom to like organize stuff. But I got that, and then a Valentine's Day book. Um, the dollar section at Target had these little like wooden red cars, and then um, that's like, I got him like a one of those juice things that have like the mm-hmm. animals on the top. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. That's all that's in there so far. So yeah, do not feel like you have to be elaborate, you guys. It's those like baskets. Everyone, I think people think like they're so expensive to make. You guys are so easy. Like what she just put in hers is almost exactly what I have in mind. Like you just buy a basket. Like literally, Target has a section of like rubber baskets. I didn't get rubber ones because I actually need the baskets that I bought them for something. So I'm just gonna take them after that. (laughs) But you can buy like rubber baskets even at Walmart. You don't have to go Target. You can go wherever. Walmart has baskets for like less than $5. And then you get cute tissue paper, which is like $2. You can literally make a Valentine's Day basket with $20 and under. Yeah, kid. the Dollar Tree has, like, yes. that's what I was thinking. Like, I think Genius. I'm just going to Dollar Tree to finish it. Because you guys, glow sticks, that's, like, the best gift ever. Go in the bathroom, saw, break them all. Didn't you just post something with Trip with one of those at Disney yeah, on Ice? That's what we went to Disney on Ice. You guys, if you have not been to Disney on Ice, it's so fun. I do not, I am not a Disney person. Literally, my biggest fear was for a Trip to, like, Disney because I don't know. I'm not one of those people who were, like, yeah. Let's go to Disney World. Like, I don't care. I've never been. I haven't either. And I've never, like, like, I watched some Disney movies, but I'm just not a Disney person. So I was, like, a little nervous about Disney on Ice because I'm, like, oh, my gosh. It's, like, so out of my comfort zone, out of everything that I know. And it was so cool. So freaking cool. It's, like, literally professional ice skaters. It's like you're watching, like, all of these Disney movies. Like, there was Toy Story, there was Mickey Mouse, there was The Princesses, there was, I don't know, I don't know the names because I don't watch Disney, but <laughs> there was a lot of really cool things. And they were literally, like, throwing people in the air. They were spent, I mean, it was so cool. So I highly recommend you go if you haven't. Trip that's awesome. is now obsessed with Mickey Mouse, so that's been really fun. Did you fun. see that, um... I thought of you. I know that like, you're not going to shop with them, but I thought of you because Rags is releasing um, uh, Mickey Mouse tomorrow. I think tomorrow. Hmm. And I was like, how weird that that pops up right now because I noticed that he's been like in a Mickey Mouse um, obsession right now. So. Uh, yeah, you guys, if you know anything about me and my children and Alora's too, like we just take pride in how we dress our kids. Like not really take pride. We just, I just like my kids to not look like they roll up, rolled out of bed when we go places and stuff. So Tripp's biggest thing right now is Mickey Mouse. And it has been very challenging to let him wear Mickey Mouse stuff. I mean, listen, if the kid wants to wear Mickey Mouse thrown up all over him, I'm going to let him. Trust me. I'm not going to, like, make my kid not do something. But um, he's actually picking out really cute outfits like when we went to target i held up a red mickey mouse shirt which i thought for sure he would pick because his favorite color is red and like a beige one 
Sorry. Yeah. I don't know if you guys just heard that. That was my dog like scratching. Um, and he picked the beige, the beige one. And I was like, yes, my child, I love you. Um, so yeah, it's been challenging, but yeah, that's it pretty much for, um, Mickey Mouse stuff. It's been crazy. And I'm a little nervous that he's going to want to do that for his birthday theme. So I think that's so cool that he's like getting into that stage where he is like interested in picking out his clothes. That I've been be so, so scared. <laughs> Honestly, awesome, though. Like, I think it's great, and I always told myself, like, I can only dress them how I want to for so long. You're probably scared because, like, that's what I was going to say. Like, you're probably like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm not going to be able to dress him how I want to anymore because he's going to yeah. have, like, his own style now. Yeah, but I think like, because of... What he's doing is, like, yeah. mixing stuff. I think he likes. because cool. he's dressed like this for so long, he actually likes it, like... Uh, people think I... Oh, sorry. I just had my elbow on the wall. It's it's a real tight bathroom, okay? <laughs> people think I, like, force him to wear certain things. And, like, I, he literally helps pick his outfit out in the morning. So, like, today he wanted to wear Mickey Mouse. So I got him um, a gray Mickey Mouse, like, jumpsuit. And I was like, all right, what do you want to wear on top? And then I held out some options. And he picked, like, a puffer vest. It was so great. He It's, like, so cool to, like, involve him in it. And, like, I would have put black vans on him. But he wanted to wear his red ones. And so, like... You know, he got to do that, and so, I don't know. I just think it's really cool. Though, for him, like, to be interested in it, because if he's not and he hates it, then he's not going to want any parts of you, like, wanting to dress him up and take pictures or whatever. So, yeah, the more fun it is for him, the better. Cade is, like, he's not at that stage yet, but I think it's the cutest thing ever because he's been wearing hats since he was, like, three months old, and... He now is, he's 14 months today. I got, like, a notification on my phone. It's like, your baby is one year and two months old. But he now, like, he absolutely loves putting on his hats and his, like, (laughs) accessories. Like, he has that little teethy necklace. He has a watch, which I know is ridiculous, (laughs) but it's freaking adorable. I just want to give away for a watch. I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) He holds, that's the one that we have. The one that you want is the one that we have. Oh, is it? And Kate has had it since, like, he was probably like six months old I put it on him then for like pictures I put it on him more now but he holds his wrist out for me to put it on and he doesn't mess with it but he like he tries to put his shoes on today when I took him out of the crib after his nap I didn't tell you we have like we mounted like all of his hats to the wall finally it's been like literally I've been asking Tristan to do that since he was still in my stomach and (laughs) we just now got it done but he was like reaching for like a specific hat up there so I took it off for him and handed it to him and he put it on his head and he will literally just walk around the house like playing with his toys with the hat on because he's so cute so used to having them on so now he loves to wear them but yeah that's the trick if you guys have like kids who are not putting their hats on or just constantly take them off just keep putting them on Put them on, go outside, put them on, just put them on, put them on backwards, put them on forward, just keep putting them on, it doesn't matter if they're on. Maybe I just got lucky, because I don't recall a time that he ever took his off, like, he's always, sunglasses, all of that, like. Trip never did, Bowen is, yeah. He takes it all off. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, he keeps trying to pull them off, I'm like, stop it! (laughs) Kate will literally wear sunglasses and not bother them, it's so, it's Which is crazy, because Trip just got to that point, and he's, like, gonna be free in July, so. That's where great. he wants to take the sunglasses off? Or that no, he where he them. actually keeps them on. Like, he wants to wear them. He asks for them. Kate will leave them on for, like, we went to Target the other day, and he had his sunglasses on while he was sitting <laughs> in the car. He just leaves them on the whole time and doesn't touch them, and I'm like, 
wow it's shocking that's amazing amazing. so you guys when we were talking about topics um this is what you guys all requested last week and something that we both experienced like i cannot even tell you almost every single like voice memo me and Alora send to each other is about being touched out yeah i already sent you one like yeah, know, like two or three days ago. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 gonna be interesting. We have no idea like what we're gonna talk about or anything, so it's just gonna be all from the heart. And yeah, so being touched out means so many things. And I tell, I try to tell like Ryan this all the time. I'm like, listen, like I'm sorry if I don't want to like give you a hug when you get home. Like I feel like all I do all day long with these kids is talk and touch (laughs) I feel like that's what I do all day long and I and I try to explain it to him and of course he doesn't get it and I don't think you can really explain being touched out unless you're a mom I feel like because I didn't even know it was a thing until I became a mom (laughs) no me either I mean I never really like I'm not a person who will just get up and hug you or anything like that so I've never been like a very touchy feely emotional person but oh god tell you what when it comes to my kids I want to hug them want to touch them I want to do all those things all the time but like just tonight I was trying to make dinner and Bowen just would not let me do that without holding him on my hip and I'm like I just want I mean it was so nice I picked up a shift for on Wednesdays and so both kids go to the sitter once a week now And I cannot tell you how good it was to just have four hours to myself. To take a shower without somebody opening the shower curtain while I'm in there. To, like, brush my teeth without somebody pulling up a stool right next to me, like, trying to stand where I am to brush his teeth. I mean, don't get me wrong. All that stuff is so cute. I'm going to miss it one day, I know. But, wow. I feel like I'm just so touched out every single day. And, God, I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's a lot. Yeah, I um, struggle with that very, very much so. I was going to say very a lot, and I realized this didn't make any sense. But it's it's very hard for me because, which I don't know if you can relate, but I have four dogs, and I feel like your dogs are a lot more well-behaved than mine. Like, all four of mine want to be under my feet. 24-7, so... Well, you have chihuahuas, too, so they're, like, the size of your foot, which doesn't yeah, help. <laughs> and so when I'm, like, walking around the kitchen trying to do stuff, I have all four of them following me while Kate is, like, literally trying to rip my pants off, trying to get me to pick him up. And I just get so, like, overstimulated sometimes where I'm, like, oh, my gosh, like, all of these people and things are around me all at once, and I'm, like, I start to freak out a little bit, but I'm... That's, like my main thing and then Tristan will come home from work and then he wants to be like all lovey-dovey kissies hug all of that and I'm just like oh my gosh like everybody back up like I just need some space and it's really hard because you know the dogs don't understand the husbands don't understand I think like no one does really except for you and it's so nice to know that like we're not alone because in the very beginning of like motherhood where once Cade was like mobile and all around all over the place and I couldn't just like sit down on the couch with him and hold him is when it all started to like kick in and I was like oh my gosh like is this normal for me to like get 
flustered sometimes. So to see that other like moms are going through it too is so nice. But yeah, yeah I mean, you have to think about it. I don't know about you, but I wake up to my kid. Like I don't wake up just oh, I'm awake for the oh, day. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get to wake up like that. I don't wake up to an alarm. Like, my alarm is my yes. crying baby or my toddler yelling for mom. Like, that's how I wake up, right? So that's probably how the majority of all of us wake up. And from the moment you wake up, like, you don't even have – I don't even get to check my phone for, like, an hour. And I know that sounds like such a champagne problem, and it's not a problem. It's just, like – I don't get to, like, roll over, have that peaceful wake, like, catch up on my text messages, any of that stuff. Like, I literally, the second I wake up, it's, like, go time. Mm -hmm. And you are straight go time, like, even until nap time. And then at nap time, you want to nap. So it's, like, you don't even really get any kind of break because you are being touched, you are being talked to, you are being needed. The second you wake up, your head gets off that pillow in the morning until you go to bed at night. And if you're anything like, if your house is anything like mine, you're still not sleeping all through the night either. So you're up every few hours at night too. So like, I have tried to explain it to my husband so many times and it's so hard because I feel like I'm such a bitch when I try to explain it because, you know, he'll like come home and be like, why don't you like want to hug me? Or like, why don't you want to kiss me or anything? And I'm like, it's not that I don't want to. I literally am going to throw my head through a wall if one more person needs something from me. And it's not just being, like, touched out, but it's just being, like, exhausted mentally, physically, emotionally, like, everything. I have a toddler and an eight-month-old. And, oh, my gosh, he's almost nine months. Ah, anyway. I feel like you just had him. I, I don't know. know. What the <laughs> heck happened? That just, like, dawned on me. But, like, my toddler, if you have a toddler, you know talking or trying to talk all day long, walking around, getting into stuff that they shouldn't, pulling things off the shelves, like hitting dogs, like you're constantly talking, right, to them, saying, no, don't do that, hey, come here, no, come over there, trip, get your hat on, trip, come this way, don't, don't fall, hold my hand, you know, like you're constantly talking all day, and the last thing you want to do is talk at night when your husband gets home, or whoever you live with, your sister, your mom, whatever, you don't want to talk about your day because you're freaking exhausted from talking all day right like when I go to work I work night shifts so when I go to work I'm like oh here we go I have to talk some more and I feel like my vocal cords like don't get a break except for the four hours a night that I get to sleep and then it's on the next day so like you're talking all day and then you're also being touched all day so it's like you're just needed all day long by your children and it's so hard to like hit the reset button and I think that that's the one thing that husbands and moms and all not really moms but like husbands and everybody else whoever you live with I think that's the one thing that they don't understand is like what you actually do all day may not seem like a lot as far as um I don't know I I say a lot like that sounds weird but like they it's not like a job where you go to your job and you do your job and you get to leave like there's so many extra things that you have to do all day like your job is not just to be a mom when you're at home, like, and you're, you're at home all day with your kids, like, you're a mom, you're a maid, you're a cook, you're all of these things, right, mm-hmm. so it's not just one thing, so you are so exhausted by the end of the day that you're like, I just want to shut 
this off? Like, where's the switch? Where can I just turn it off for, like, five minutes so I can breathe? You just need a pause button yes. so that you can, like... Yes, and I think that is what is, like, so hard to explain. Like, it doesn't seem like a lot when you're, like, trying to explain to somebody, like, yeah, well, like, I've been being a mom all day. No, well, you signed up for it. Like, you have kids, right? Yes, but also, like, I'm trying to do laundry that has been sitting up there for, like, 18 days and I'm trying to wash the dishes that have been in the sink for four days like I'm trying to like catch up on all this stuff and I think that's what it is just so exhausting like by the end of the day I just want to curl in a ball and die <laughs> I mean there was one day last week that I got to watch four hours of tv I made Ryan go to bed with both kids and I was like I just don't want to be bothered I'm going to sit down here until midnight or 1 a.m. if I want to, and I'm just going to watch TV. I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm going to drink some Malibu and diet and watch TV, and I'll tell you what, it was great. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love, like, the mornings that I get to sleep in, too. Like, when Tristan is home whatever Friday through Sunday and he wakes up with Kate and that's like glorious for me because it's like a reset sort of because like you said it's like go time basically from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed and it's so hard too because like when the baby goes to bed it's like you want to stay up because you want some time to yourself yep just to like watch TV or catch up on your notifications do whatever but then you realize that you're up still at one o'clock in the morning and they're like, oh my gosh, I have to wake up in like five hours, whatever, mm-hmm. six hours to like <laughs> take care of the baby and take care of the house and the dogs and just everything. And then you realize that you didn't take any time for yourself. That's why like we've talked so much on doing, you know, self-care and everything because I feel like being touched out also goes hand in hand with, um, what was it, burnout? Yes. Yeah, the motherhood burnout. They yeah. both, like, I feel like it they does. go together. And so it's so important to take time to just, like, relax. For me, I, like, I love to take baths. I know people think I'm weird. Like, so many people are like, no, I don't do that. Gross, whatever. That's, like, my me time. <laughs> is, like, taking a bath with a glass of wine. And I, Tristan thinks I'm crazy because I will literally, like, sit in there for, like, two and a half hours. And not even realize it because, like, I'm like... You're all pretty and gross. Yeah. Kate's asleep. Tristan's doing whatever, like, downstairs playing Xbox, doing his thing, and, like, nobody is bothering me. And it's fantastic. It, so nice yeah. To, like, and, like, it sounds bad to say that, but also, if you're listening to this, you know exactly what we're saying. Like, you don't really get any time for yourself, so you know that it's nice to just take that break of... Not being touched, not being bothered. But, yeah, it's it's rough when it comes to, like, the husbands and everything because I'm the same way, like, how you said. It's like, okay, you're home now. Like, now can you just, like, hang out with the baby for a little bit so I can, like, just get a little break? But he's, like, wanting to, like, love on me, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And then you feel like and such a bitch because you're like, oh. This is just yeah. grossing me out right now because I just am exhausted. Like, I feel like I just want to be, like, a zombie by the time anybody gets home. And, like, I'm so thankful that I live with my in-laws right now. I mean, trust me, there's definitely some challenges. But it is so nice to have those other two people to help with the kids because I feel really guilty just, like, throwing the kids at Ryan when he gets home from work because 
I've been in that situation. Like, I've worked all day and then came home and, like, I mean, I, I do that at night. Like, I come home and I immediately have to wake up with Bowen, like, when he wakes up an hour after I get home. So, I really try to, like, respect that boundary and, and try to not just, like, okay, I gotta go. Here's the kids. Bye. But it can be really hard. And that is... remember that you're working all day, too. Like, even if you're not right. a 9 to 5 job, like, you're still taking care of the kids all day. Plus... The dishes, the laundry, the house. It's such a hard topic because you're both working. And I don't know, like, about any of you guys who are listening, but, like, my husband's job is a very, like, physically demanding job. And so he's exhausted in a different way than I'm exhausted. Like, trust me, I get my physical activity. But (laughs) it's not nearly, like, what he does. And so he's, like, physically exhausted. And I'm just, like, mentally and emotionally exhausted. And that's really hard because you there's absolutely no way that you can explain how you're feeling to anybody who is not a mom you can try your best you can sit here and do what we're doing and just like lay it all out there they still will never understand unless they're in those shoes and I would rather I mean I'm so thankful I get to stay home with my kids but also like it's got to be way less exhausting to like go to work all day and then take care of your kids depending on what your job is obviously I don't know it's just like it's such a hard topic to talk about and it's such a hard argument to have if you guys argue you know with your significant others about that we that was like one of our very first arguments um once we had trip was Ryan would get home and I would immediately like throw trip at him and I would be like I need like 30 minutes to just wind down and he's also like I need like 30 minutes to wind down so like we kind of have an agreement and this maybe is something that can help you guys is Ryan gets to sit in his truck like when he pulls in the driveway for however long he wants maximum of 30 minutes because <laughs> um, he has a long drive home so that's kind of his wind down too but um, he usually only makes it like 5 minutes but he gets to sit in his truck just check his phone just like breathe you know just kind of um, emotionally drain out the day that he had no matter what it was and then come in and he knows that once he walks in the door, it's like he's clocking back in. Because he is. Like, he has a family. He has two kids. Like, he has to help with, right? So then he comes in, and then I take, like, a couple minutes or whatever. Like, I usually go down to the where our dogs are at right now in the basement and everything and feed them, hang out with them. Like, stay down there for 10 or 20 minutes while he handles the kids. And it's so nice to, like, have that separation because he gets his wind-down time. I get mine. It's not, you know, an hour or two hours or whatever we would really like to have, but it is something that we try to make it a point to do every day. It doesn't happen every day um, because there's days that he comes home and I have to go to work, right? So I'm literally throwing the kids at him. But I just feel like if you are feeling super touched out, emotionally drained, physically exhausted, like, you guys have got to create boundaries. And if you're a single mom, I cannot even imagine the exhaustion that you must feel because, yes, I'm always, you know, I always say things like, oh, it must be nice to be a husband, you know, but it's kind of like as a joke. They just don't do as much, and it's not because they aren't willing to. It's just you're a mom. Like, when you become a mom, you take on that responsibility, and there's just things that your baby needs from you that a, a dad can't give, and that's okay. But if if you're a single mom, like, you don't have that other person to just, I say, like, pawn off, you you know, your kid's on. It's not really pawning off, but you get what I'm saying. Like, you don't get the, like, if I need 10 minutes and Ryan's here, 
I can confidently go to him and be like, I need 10 minutes. I'm going down and letting the dogs out, and I'm taking 10. And that's okay. When you're, like, a single mom, you can't really do that. So more power to you. I can't even imagine. (laughs) Yeah, I, yeah. I can't either, honestly. I mean, like you said, being a mom is, like, you can't, some people can't offer, you know, what we can to them. Like, I don't know. With the breastfeeding thing, too, I was going to add on with that. If you guys are breastfeeding, that I feel like the t- being touched out is, like, mm-hmm. Cade literally Lord. will rip my shirt down in public. He doesn't care. Like, and grab my boobs and just, like, do his own thing and then get mad at me if I don't, like, want to nurse him at that time. And it's, like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> you feel like or I feel like I guess like I don't even own my own body like I feel like yes I belong to him like he does he gets his milk when he wants it he he gets mad at me sometimes if I'm like nursing him and then if he unlatches and I like put my put myself away and put my pull my shirt down and he looks back over and realizes that they're not out he will like get super mad and I'm just like there's times where like I feel like he's just nursing like playing around and not actually like eating and I'm just like okay we're done like you have to know when to stop or like Shana was saying like boundaries like yeah for yourself or well I don't know about you but like when I was breastfeeding for the little part I'll tell you what was really difficult was having any kind of relationship with my husband because (laughs) that whole thing like the being touched out when I was breastfeeding I can't even Oh my gosh, that was probably the most exhausting feeling that I've ever felt in my entire life. Like, I would take being pregnant over the exhaustion, and and my kids, Bowen, like, tripped in a latch, and Bowen was just not really taking well to it, so it was, like, exhausting, trying so hard to do it, right? And, And we did it for four months, but that whole four months, I was so touched out I can't even imagine doing it as long as you like I think it's amazing and incredible that you can and it's probably a little bit easier that he he takes to it so nicely but if you're somebody who is struggling like I was struggling I know for sure like that was also exhausting (laughs) like I did not want anything to do with my husband when I was breastfeeding because I'm like yeah great you want to play with my boobs too awesome no like put them away (laughs) I don't I'm so tired of my boobs um, being out all the time. <laughs> yeah, I. We're gonna talk about that subject. <laughs> I don't. No, the boobs are not. They are off limits too. <laughs> off so, limits. <laughs> because they, I just feel like while like breastfeeding, it's like I. I don't know like if this is normal or not. If you guys are listening to this and like laughing, and totally not on the same page, it's like to me, it's like not. Uh, I guess before I had a kid, like, I guess they were a sexual thing, but now, like, I have a kid, and he's nursing on them all day, so now I'm just like, yeah, don't, don't touch, mm-hmm. don't, no, no looking. <laughs> Let's just leave a bra on at all times, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yes. it's like, seriously. <laughs> I'm laughing, but yes, because that's exactly, like, what I would do all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, I don't know, I don't know how it is when you breastfeed very long, but, like, you're just like leaking and stuff and it's just like that's just not no thing leak any like I don't leak at all except for like, oh. the other day when I told you that was like super weird I don't know why that happened but huh. yeah it's I just feel like they're yeah. not the same as they were no definitely not and definitely not it's just 
it's it's easier to to nurse now, but also it's harder in a different way. Yeah. As far as being touched out, because Kate, I don't know he I don't know if it's normal because I've never had another kid before, but he's like obsessed with my boobs. Like yes, he has an obsession over them. Like, it is because uh, all these like people that I follow on social media. That is the good part about social media is I feel like certain situations like this one you don't feel alone in. Um, do you follow Krista Horton mm-hmm. or the Garcia Diaries? Both of those um, they are still or just stopped breastfeeding, and their kids were one just turned one like a couple months ago, and the other one was like I think one and a half, almost two, no one and a half. And they were, they were talking about, like, how exhausting it is and how all they want is the boobs, and they're just so, like, they just want their body back, and I could not relate Can to anything more. literally, like, see, if I, like, get out of the shower or something, and he sees me, and he sees my boobs, he's, like, immediately, oh, milk. Time for milk. And I'm just like, dude, you're not hungry. I know you're mm-hmm. not hungry, and I know it's a comfort thing, but, yeah. man, like, sometimes it's just, like, that's extremely... At certain times, I'm like, okay, that's enough. Yeah, and it's so hard, too, because, (laughs) like, they tell you, like, you're going to miss this. You're going to miss, and you will. You know, you're going to miss the time where he wanted to nurse on you all the time, and I'm going to miss. I know I will. You know, I'm going to miss all these moments, like, when I couldn't take a peaceful shower. And and that's what I try to tell myself all the time, but it is so hard. Like, when you're living, when you're Mm -hmm. living it, it is so freaking hard. I try to tell myself, they are only this little for this long like you may never have another kid I don't know what the future holds like but when might be my last kid I have no idea so it's like I don't know it's it's so exhausting and you guys can probably all relate to this if you're a mom and there's not one mom that I know anyway who is not touched out by the end of the day if they have a young kid because it's just, or before it's just, the end of the day yeah or before like I'm touched out by like 11 a.m. <laughs> I can't imagine two kids like like Tristan keeps talking about wanting more kids like he wants to have another baby like now and I'm just like how will I like it's always the guys who want the other one first I feel like it's this time like once they get around that one they're like all right and Tristan's at that point now where he's like oh my gosh like he's growing up so fast and like I just want him to say this little and and I'm like same but I don't know. I just I can't imagine having, like, being touched out now where you are with like Trip and Bowen, like the age groups that they're in. I just. I but can't you imagine. have to remember, so, you have nine months too. Like whenever you get pregnant, like you have nine months. I love like now. It's every single day. It's like so much better. But I will tell you, and yeah, there's days where it's very very difficult. But I will tell you, from the moment I got pregnant, up until like. Bowen was like four or five months old it was the hardest time I've ever had in my entire life and it was because it wasn't hard to take care of him but you know the whole breastfeeding thing it was a struggle for me obviously being pregnant is like its own challenges you have all that shit going on and I almost had preeclampsia again so like all that was going on but then I my biggest struggle with it honestly was feeling left out in Tripp's world like we would go yeah, camping. That's what I'm so worried about. Yeah, like we would do all these things because I don't believe in adjusting your schedule for your kids. I believe that's its own topic, um, but I believe that your kids should adjust to your schedule. Like I don't, I don't rush home for nap times. I don't 
I don't I don't do that stuff. Like I just my kids are, are very go with the flow kids. If if we go camping all the time, we're still gonna go camping. We're just gonna figure out how to make it work. And we did. But holy shit, it was so hard. Like I remember I this remember past you summer going through that. Yeah, I think I vented to you a couple of times. Like we were on this camping trip and it was gonna be so much fun for a trip and I we were just nursing Bowen like the whole time. Yeah, the entire time. And I was trying to nurse him because he wouldn't even really latch. And so not only that, but like I was just holding him the whole time. Like Ryan got to have all the fun with Trip. And I was so exhausted. Like, and I just felt like the world's worst mom because all I kept thinking was if I didn't have Bowen here right now, I could be having so much fun with Trip. And how horrible. I think that like this should be another topic too. It might be hard to talk on because I only have one kid, but adjusting from one baby to two babies I feel like would be a really good topic but yeah that's literally what I'm terrified of is exactly everything you're saying because Kate is like at that age now where he's just becoming his own little person and I'm afraid I'm gonna miss something if I have another baby so I'm like basically telling him like yeah mm -hmm. yeah I don't know about that probably not it it was very (laughs) hard yeah well it was very hard and it was like it was more hard on me because I am I'm really attached to Trip. Like, I think it's just your firstborn. Like, you just have, like, obviously you love both of your kids and everything, but you just have a different kind of connection with your first kid. Like, it's not just your first baby. It's the first time you became a mom. And so they taught you a lot of things that the second one can't teach you because you already know from the first one, right? So you just have a different type of connection. It's not any more. It's not any less. It's just a different type of connection. And everybody always told me that, and I never understood, and I was so terrified I'd never love the second kid like I did the first. And I think that's a whole other topic, too. (laughs) Um, But you do. thinking of topics. Yeah, I know. I should start, like, I should start driving things down. I'll remember. Thanks. Um, But it was so hard and so exhausting, but I would do it a million times over again because I could literally, like, cry thinking about this. The bond that they have right now is so good. Like, the bonds that Bowen and Tripp share. Yes, there's days that Tripp, like, just isn't into it and, like, doesn't want to be around Bowen, but for the most part, like... He wakes up every morning, and he's like, where's Bobo? Where's Mommy? Where's Bobo? And he goes to bed at night, wait, wait, Bobo hug. Give Bobo a hug. Like, it is the cutest effing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And my heart just, like, bursts in a freaking whatever it can burst into every single time I see it. So that was extremely difficult, yes, but I would do it 100 times over again because of how they are now. And they spend their whole life how they are now. Today, like, oh, cuddling. Yes. I you guys haven't that. seen it yet. I think I'm going to post it tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> I like dying. It's so cute. They were napping together. Trip's arm was around them. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I don't know how you got them both to sleep at the same time, but that's pretty magical. <laughs> they normally sleep at the same time, but I moved. Bowen was asleep on me, and I just put him next to Trip. So I was like, maybe he'll just sleep. And he did, and it was so cute. But yeah, that's what you have to think of. Like, if you are struggling with that right now, this will be its own topic for sure. But if you are struggling with it, please know that there is an end to it and it will not be this hard forever. And that's the same with being touched out and being just emotionally drained, you guys. Like, it's not going to be like this forever. But some things that will help, and this is kind of something that we don't really want to talk about because... (laughs) We don't really know the solution or anything, but a lot of you keep asking and keep wanting to talk about, like, 
how to strengthen your marriage and everything like while you have kids and you guys your relationship is going to be tested to the extreme like if, if you haven't had a kid or you just had a baby like you thought that you fought before you thought that you did you know got through hurdles before this having a baby hurdle is the biggest hurdle I think that you will ever jump through in your marriage and not because like you hate your spouse or anything but because there's so many different challenges like like being touched out like your husband will never understand that yeah Yeah. exhaustion like the stuff that I say at 2 a.m should not be allowed (laughs) like I'm just speaking of that I think like last night I think it was around like midnight or one you guys (laughs) <laughs> Tristan got out of bed and I felt him get out of bed and I was like what are you doing and he was like um I'm, I'm about to cough I don't I don't want to like wake you up <laughs> and I was like are you serious <laughs> why are you leaving <laughs> like and then I realized like later in the day I was like did I really just do that like, and I thought did you really didn't even apologize that? either <laughs> No, I didn't, but later, like, I was laughing at myself because I was like, oh my gosh, like, I was literally so tired that I flipped out on him because he wanted to go downstairs so that he didn't wake me up. Like, and I'm laughing about it now, and, like, he didn't really get too upset because he knows now, but, like, in the beginning, like, when we first had Cade, the exhaustion part of it was, oh my freaking gosh, like, it's... We, like, tried so hard for Kate. It took us, like, almost two years to get him. And then when he was born, you know, we were so excited and everything, but we had no idea how it would test our marriage. Not that we would, you know, we wouldn't change it for the world, but, yes, if you guys don't have kids yet where you're, you have your first baby and you feel like everything you guys are going through is not normal, just know that it It is. is. And (laughs) it will pass. But me and Shana don't really have any great <laughs> advice because we're still dealing with I it. I know, so. you guys. I feel so bad because I want to talk about it. But you guys, we are struggling as hard as you are. It is so hard. But I did want to tell you, I found this podcast. It's called oops, It's called Couple Things with Sean and Andrew. It's Sean Johnson and Andrew East. And episode number 40 is actually the 10 episodes like around that, like episode 30 to like episode 50. Um, you should listen to, but it's called how how having a baby changed our marriage, and that is what it is. And I'm not saying we're not here saying like your marriage is gonna die, blah blah. It's not about that. It's just about the different tests that your marriage goes through. You guys like having a baby, like she was just saying, the exhaustion, that whole fight and test alone is, whew, man, because you're exhausted, right? And you can't imagine what they're going through either. And and Ryan, you know, used to tell me all the time, like, I want to help you, but I don't know how. Like, you're not telling me. And for me, it was like, I don't know how to tell you because I don't even know what I need. And that's a big part of, of, of that. And I feel like once you have a baby, you change as a person. Absolutely. And so does your spouse probably. And, like, all that time that you took to, like, learn each other like literally Tristan and I have been together for almost 11 years like we know each other like the back of our hands and we took all that time learning each other and then when you have a baby you both change yeah and you kind of have to relearn your life 100% as you know 
yeah. husband, wife, baby. But yeah, we really, <laughs> like she said, the podcast that she's mentioning, yes. I have not listened, so I need to do it as well. A couple things with Sean and Andrew. Um, if you are struggling or not even just struggling, but if you're wondering, like, is this normal? Is this nor- normal conversations? Like, you guys, this podcast is so great because it talks about being a couple and everything and, like, you know, how you have to date your spouse. We've kind of talked about that. And they said something in there about how, like, you know, they have daily check-ins. And that's something that I'm, you know, would love to implement. And it's just a check-in, not like, hi, are you dying? But just like a, hey, how was your day? Like, think about the amount of time that you spend with your spouse now. And I'm not talking just date nights, but, like, throughout a normal day of the week, if, let's say, your spouse doesn't get home until whatever time it is, like, just think about, do you even spend any time with them before you go to bed at night? Do you check in? Do you say, hey, how was your day? Do you say, you know, hey, I love you today? Like, anything like that. Like, I I don't. I don't know about you, but, like, I'm so bad at that stuff. And it really just kind of opened my eyes. Yeah, well, yeah, because you're freaking needed all day. The last thing you want is for another person to need you, right? Or even want you. (laughs) So definitely listen to that podcast if you need help with anything like that. Um, It's been kind of an eye-opener for me. And I think it's so important. I I think it's so important to try to explain to your spouse, like, why you're touched out and, like, Share your day with them. Like, I'm not saying, like, send them text messages throughout the day about, oh, my gosh, like, Trip is pulling on me and won't stop. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm so exhausted. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, when they get home, like, just say, hey, I had a really hard day today, and I could really use your help tonight for bath time so I could have 10 minutes alone or, like, whatever. It's just communication, and... Yeah, I, I'm the, is key. Yeah, I'm the pot calling the kettle black because I am the worst person, the worst person on this topic. But it did open my eyes up, and so there's a couple things that I'll probably try to implement. Um, so yeah. Alrighty. Well, it's nine twenty-six, and if we stay on here any longer, we'll probably. I know I could talk to you for like hours and hours. <laughs> I always forget half the time how long we're on here because I just. I yeah, like an hour probably. It's been forty five minutes and fifty eight seconds. <laughs> it tells me. Um, but I feel like sometimes I like dread like the task of getting everything done to come down here. But then once I'm down here talking to you, I'm like, oh my gosh! Like I, I truly feel like a weight has been lifted off my chest. Yes, yeah, and I didn't do anything. I do too. I'm like, oh, it's podcast night. Got to get my computer down yep. here. We got to get on. And then I'm like, oh, that wasn't bad. That was actually really good for me. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a therapy session, kind of. Yeah. So if you don't have a therapist, you're welcome. Where we can be your podcast therapist. <laughs> don't take advice from us. Don't take advice from us. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week. If you have any questions or want to talk about anything, please leave it in the Facebook group or just private message yes. us. Please don't be shy. I feel like so many of you guys are so quiet. Like, you're here, but you don't, like, say anything. So tell us. Give us feedback. Yes. Tell us what you're here. If you listen to this episode, we want you to go in our Facebook group right now, while you're listening or while you're done, the Mom Friends Facebook group, and just say, oh, my gosh, listen to the last episode, and then share your thoughts, even if they're bad. We want to know. Yes. All right, guys. We will see you next Friday. Bye. Bye.